Welcome to the Any Key Radio Show. I'm your host, Kenny Any Key Moore. This is the Focus on the Kids episode. I'm going to ask if you would listen to this episode while you're with your kids, or as you're driving them to school, or riding around town, or just gather them in your home and take some time to listen to this episode. We're going to deal with the topic of bullying. We have a special guest who's going to join me, so we're going to get right to it. Now joining me is Annetta Swift. She's out of the Atlanta area. She's an author, a playwright, and the founder of the Bully Me Not Foundation. Annetta, welcome to the Amy Key Radio Show. Thanks for being on. How you doing? I'm great. Thanks for having me, Kenny. I'm so glad to be here. Absolutely. Uh, I've been following some of the work that you've been doing on social media. And um, really the biggest reason why I wanted to have you on was... Uh, a couple weeks back at my church, uh, we had our Youth Sunday, and um, one of the young people, as they were praying, they were talking about uh, and presented some stats uh, on bullying, and uh, it just really touched my heart and really pricked my heart. Um, so I wanted to get you on and kind of talk about the work you've been doing and uh, talk about bullying a little into a little more detail and um, and just put some information out there for, for kids who may be looking for help and may not know what avenues or things of, things of that nature that they could use. Sounds good? Sounds really good. So um, basically, just to give you a little background of what I do, as you said, I have a playwright. And one of the ladies who was the coordinator of my first major stage play, she um, became a parent liaison at elementary school. And she said, well, they want to do a black, original black history play. So I came, I wrote the play for the kids. They loved it. It was so creative. We had a white Martin Luther King. So yeah, so we wow. did that. And so after that, the kids wanted to continue to act with me. So she said, let's start a job club. So she wrote the poem to her principal, unbeknownst to me. And um, they said, yes, let's sign it up. She called Let's Set Up Job Club. And they gave me three subjects that I could tell. There was CRCT, which was their testing here in Atlanta. Um, another one, I think it was um, about hygiene, and then the last one was bullied. So I had been bullied like forever. I still get bullied sometimes, but I had been bullied so, for so long, especially during my elementary school years. I was like, let me jump on this. Okay. So I wrote the play. Go ahead. No, I said, okay, go ahead. Um, so I wrote the play, and uh, it was a hit. We did it one year. The next year, we made it a musical, made it on the news and everything. So I could tackle bullying, but I wanted to tackle it uh, from my imagination of what I would have wanted to happen for me as a kid. Because what I realized is, even when I told the person gets in trouble, you come back and they go kick your butt. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, oh, yeah, for sure. Work then. So um, I made up um, scenarios with the ending that's not a fairy tale ending, but that has some resolve. And I still feel to the day, if we did this thing um, in the schools, had a peer group that was anonymous that they could go to the kids. And then the, the peer group would go to the authorities, such as the principal or the teachers, in case the kids were scared to speak up for themselves. So we went from there to the one to travel with the kids. I'm like, no way, Jose. So, so <laughs> I wrote a book. Um, the Parents Who Can book. I thought, since I'm author, you know, let's write the book. So I wrote the book, and the book could go everywhere at one time. 
So I pitched it to some schools. They liked it. But one school said, well, we have middle school students. It's your book right now with elementary school, but it's not relevant. Okay. So I went from there to me writing the middle and high school version. So that was pitched, and we started, you know, going around. So a lady came for me, my, my music director's wife. Um, she said she wanted to do a, a rally around my book. I'm like, awesome. She said, I want to do a rally around your book. So we had this big rally. People came from the city and everything. And we talked about the book. We talked about booking. We had professionals on our panel um, who were able to address issues that I don't know because I'm not an advocate um, per se. And I'm not um, a teacher, educator, or anything of that sort. I'm just a person who's passionate about this issue. Okay. So um, after that, one of the people that was there was like, this needs to be a foundation. we got to take this global. And they planted the first seed to make it a foundation in 2016. We became officially a 501c3. Now we go to the schools. Now we hit these big rallies. Now, you know, we can do some phenomenal things in the school system. And my thing is to keep children. Because when you hear, Kenny, when we were growing up, we didn't hear of seven-year-olds, eight-year-olds, their last brothers killing themselves. What? Yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, that makes no sense. So, uh, long story short, that's basically what we're trying to do is save a life, give another kid hope, give them an avenue. Uh, But unfortunately, the school system, the school system is not jailed as it should be. Everything is not together. Everybody's motive for being in the school is not the same. It's not Absolutely. the child to get a check, they pay me, or whatever. So because of that, certain things slip through. And sometimes the parents don't follow up or they don't keep a paper trail or they don't, you know, consistently um, go to the next line of command, if you will. I mean, it makes it a case that's really lost. And sometimes even when they fight to the judge, to the court system, it still doesn't go across the way they want to. They still don't always get what they need. And we don't always save the life. We don't always get to get to the person. Most times when people come to me, it's after the fact. So that's what we're trying to do is prohibit all this stuff from happening. Give them proactive solutions. Hey, let's try this. But it's hard when it's like one person or one group. But we ran together with other groups that do the same thing. And it's just, I mean, we try to do it one child at a time, Kenny. Like, the real deal is there's no solution for it, you know, because um, just like AIDS, no solution, but we try cancer, no solution, but we try, you know what I'm saying, to do different things to try to remedy it. If it works here, well, let's try it again. And if not, it's usually case-by-case scenario. I got you. Um, so um, let's backtrack a little bit. Talk a little bit about talk about bullying, and if you can get into a little more detail of some of the some impact that you've seen it having on kids today. Okay, so one one particular I won't mention name, but one particular situation, um, and this is a girl who actually read the book. Um, but she was bullied, but she didn't tell anybody. And so I was, when the book had just came out, I was asking different parents, let your kid read this. So one of the girls began to read it. So she was going to school, and she was in fifth grade at the time, and she was going to school, and this boy used to bully her. And um, he was, like, terrorizing her, calling her name, putting his hands on her. And so she was so scared she wouldn't say anything. Once she read the book, the couple of chapters of the book, 
She told her mother. And she cried, and she cried. And she, her mom was like, why didn't you tell her? So they went to the school and everything. She was depressed, Kitty. Like, how uh-huh. can kids be depressed? Yeah, they man. are depressed. They, they have feelings. Oh, absolutely. Like absolutely. And she was so depressed, and she didn't want to eat. And her mom knew something to change in her behavior, but she never thought it was something like that. And uh, she goes to went to school with her sister, and her sister didn't see anything. She wasn't bullied, but you know, a lot of people that are bullies, they're trying to um, take control of you. And if they see somebody who seems a little timid or seems like they're not going to fight back, that's their biggest part because there's no challenge there. Um, and so the boy took advantage of the situation. The mom called the school, of course, went up to the school, and so they had where the boy was taken out of her class. But he was still at the school. So whenever he saw her in the hallway, he still would antagonize her to the point where she took her out of that school to another school. Now, that's not necessarily the answer or solution because you can't really run away from something because bullies are going to be bullies wherever they are. And if you have that kind of radar, they pick up on that. And uh, it's unfortunate, but um, that's a real situation. Um, So, you know, now, of course, she's like high school, whatever, but um, it was something that really traumatized her those years. And she may feel, stuff like that still affects people. I'm like sure. Me, being bullied as a, as a kid, it still affects me now to this day. Certain things, certain scenarios make you feel some kind of on the inside. Even though you may not show it, it's still there, especially if you never go through counseling and stuff like that. Got it. Um so with the work that you're doing, you, you touched on a few things, but kind of go into a little more detail about uh, the work that you're doing uh, in terms of anti-bullying and some programs, some events that you have done to, to uh, deal with the issue. Um, well, basically what we do is go into the school and we'll sometimes use the, the students in the school to do the, um, the little scenarios. So we talk about verbal, verbal bullying, social bullying. We talk about um, cyberbullying, which is humongous. Um, with the kids because they have so much internet access, social media. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So we talk about that. We talk about social bullying, which is more prevalent among adults, believe it or not. But um, going to the schools, they see their own peers acting these scenarios out. And not only do they see the scenarios acted out, they see solutions. What okay. does the student do? Then we ask them, what is that? So if you were in this situation that you saw your friend in, what would you do? What made this right? What made this wrong? Talk Love about it. it. The biggest thing, kids, is opening a dialogue. Definitely. Talking about it. Creating conversation. Everybody needs to talk. And our motto is speak up, speak out. Period. Love because it. nothing is said, nothing is said. So that's what we do. We go into the school. We just want to raise awareness. Our foundation is clearly and strictly about raising awareness and trying to save a life one child at a time. That's real. That's the bottom line. Definitely. Definitely. Um, You touched on a topic that I think is really important in terms of cyberbullying. You know, this is the social Uh, media age. So... Talk about that a little more about some things that that that's happening in terms of cyberbullying. Man, it's crazy because here's the deal. So once you put stuff on the internet, you can't trace the origin and you can't stop it. And that's the danger in it. It could be one little picture that you send of somebody. 
Once it hits the web, it's out there. It's everybody, everybody can, can see it. Nobody can take it down. They can take it down from a post, but once it's out there, it's out there. It's very detrimental because imagine, and you know, some people say, well, just get online. But imagine somebody sending you a text, hey, I uh, click this link. Right. The link and what's right. in the video, you doing something and they're making a meme of it. It's, um, it's tragic because um, a lot of people don't take it serious. And we, even myself, I laugh at certain memes, you know what I mean? Sure. But like, you know, when you're the butt of the joke. Yeah. What you say? When you're the butt of the joke, it makes it hits different. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and sometimes it's hilarious, but it's like, hold up. Like, this one meme that was going on, I was asking somebody's kid. Like, this kid really had a problem. It was funny. I laughed. Matter of fact, you know me. I was cracking up. Yeah. When people do that type of thing, the person who's around the people that is affected, like the kid that has done to them, not all their schoolmates, or the ones, you know, because you have those onlookers, spectators, that really ain't going to bully you, but they're part of the problem, too. They're part of the bullying, too, because they laugh. All of it, everybody, even the teacher that doesn't even say anything, she's a part of the problem. He's a part of the problem. It's not just the bully. We all play a part in the situation. What could have been done or said, even in the, the passing of the text, or even joining people or talking about people, to say you and your friend fall off. They start talking about you, and you don't want to go to class because everybody's talking about you. They had rumors. She's a whore, or whatever the case may be. That type of stuff is... It, it makes the person not want to go to school, don't want to go to class, don't want to eat. And then, you know, the, the final straw is, you know what, since ain't nobody helping me, I said this is so and so, and no, it's all that's happened. I'm just going to kill myself. Yeah, we're, it's, it's sad that we've seen this on multiple occasions. Um, and really, I, I think something that you said that was really important is it's, the dialogue is the lack of a dialogue. And that's something that we deal with as people of color is sometimes we not we don't want to have the tough conversations. So, yeah, we want to keep everything under the rug. Right, right, and just, you know, laugh it off and joke it off. Um, so, and, go ahead. No, I'm just going to say, uh, and like, even our phones, like, I don't even know this, me and my husband, my daughter, to be in the same room, same time, quite in front of us. But our heads in the phone. Oh, 100%. Like, even just a regular dialogue that you would have with your family. In the car, you trying to drive, still trying to text, you on the social media, the other person playing a video game. No dialogue. <laughs> Definitely. That's the fact. That's like, how can we, how can we go day to day? Start there. Talk to your children. And if you see something, have to investigate. And especially if your child... You have to, and one thing I had one of the principals at one of the rallies we had, Kenny, and he was saying, if, for instance, we have a kid, right? And the kid's being bullied, he ain't being nothing, you reported it, and everybody knows the child's being bullied. If the kid gets the other kid back, now it's no longer bullying. Wow. Yeah, that part. Wow. And so it's like, it's, it's, and the principal's like, you know, he, he felt bad because he didn't want to be attacked, but that's, that's how the game goes. You mm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like a double-edged sword. You know what I'm saying? So, um, it's, 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 and it's a hard subject to even try to tackle, Kenny. Sometimes it feels so hopeless because I get inboxes 
all the time. People invite girls to another bullying situation. Here's another. It's like, oh my goodness, all the cities and states. And it's like, okay, everybody get a book. That's just supposed to fill my pocket. Everybody get a book. Start, because each chapter in my book is a short story. You don't get to end of the story to the end of the book. But after each chapter, there's a um, select group of questions that say, hey, stop. We just read this. What happened? What needed to happen? The same thing we do with our kids. It's making you talk, man. Yeah. Making you yeah. have a conversation. Because if Jeez. nothing is said, like I always say, then nothing is said. And it just goes on. And it becomes an epidemic like it already is. And people are like, this bullying always is going to be around. But when we move in the lives of our kids, little kids, teenagers, young adults, period, people killing themselves, even adults can. Like it goes past the school, it goes to college, it goes to corporate America. Oh, yeah, 100%. Definitely. Oh, yeah. It's, again, it's like you said, it's an epidemic that's spreading, you know, it's impacting every area of society. So what would be some tips or some advice you would give to kids and parents that are dealing with bullying? First of all, you got to say something. There it is again, speak up, speak up. You have to say something. Mom. I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want to get nobody else in trouble, but this is happening. And then the parent has to go to the school, call the school. But everything you do needs to be documented because they can even say, I don't remember having a conversation. Because granted, principals, teachers, talk, talk basically hundreds of people in a day. In a week, I can't imagine how many people they talk sure. about conflicts and things of that nature. Sure. So you, you keep a paper trail. Everything you write, every time you call, you got you Write that down. Jot it down in the journal. 1055, I called the school. I talked to so and so. We said this. Document every single thing because they can't deny the facts. And um, that's one thing to follow up. And then if you can't get a solution from the teacher, you go to the principal. You can't go get anything from the principal. You go to the school district. And as high as you can go, you need to go and document everything you do. Now, I also suggest that if a child sees another child being bullied, don't sit there and be a, a spectator or a bystander because, that, like I said, that makes you almost just as guilty, especially if you laugh. Tell somebody or speak up for the kids and stop. Let them know this ain't funny. Don't do that. But it's hard to kind of, you know, some kids say, well, I ain't doing anything. They're going to come to me or whatever. But mm-hmm. speak up for your, your friend or your classmate. Or tell an adult. If you're scared of saying anything, go tell an adult. Uh, everybody has to open their mouths and talk. And not just talk junk. And not just, you know, say mean things. And not just, when we open our mouths, we need to have something to say to help somebody. Not to hurt them. So that, that, my biggest thing is to say something. Because you don't say nothing, can't nobody do anything to help you if they don't know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so as we get ready to wrap up, how can people connect to you on social media and how can they contact you if they want to work with the Bully Me Not Foundation? Um, anybody can get in contact with me through our website, um, bullymenotfoundation.org. You can also email us at bullymenotfoundation at gmail.com. And on social media, we're on uh, Instagram, Bully Me Not Foundation. And on Facebook, Bully Me Not Foundation. So everything, if you remember Bully Me Not Foundation, you can find us. The number is on there. 
emails, and just as I said, you can get us through the messenger and uh, on the website. Uh, check out our products. We have products, the tools, and resources are amazing because it honestly has helped children and it will continue to help children and hopefully adults too one day. But yeah, that's the best way to contact them. Sounds good. Uh, I really appreciate a few minutes of your time and I wish you all the best, much success and blessings on on this work that you're doing. Salute to you because this is a great work that you're doing. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Ken. It's really meant a lot to even have an invitation to speak. I'm always ready to talk about movies. Absolutely. Always ready. Yeah, so I'm I'm very passionate about it. I appreciate every opportunity given to me. Um, for for um, what I do. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you for being on any key radio show. That was Annetta Swift of the Believe Me Not Foundation. Really appreciate her knowledge and insight on this most important topic of bullying. Now it's time to get into some music. We're going to get started with Hang On by GEI featuring Kiara Shear right here on the Any Key Radio Show.
wall. You gotta hang when it seems my hope is lost. See, I'm a witness, he'll hold you up. And in the process, he'll fill your cup. So I'm not worried, I'm not scared. I'm gon' trust like my bishop said. It's a message to the devil, you can't help our faith. And we gon' make it by body and crazy.
Another Judah Joy. Come on. Hey. 
I got no reason to fear. I got Jesus on my. I got that. 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 I got no reason to fear. I got Jesus on my. I got that. 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 That was I Got That by Anthony Brown and Group Therapy. Before that was Keep Pushing by Keith Wonderboy Johnson and All Right, All Right by Jules Bartholomew and Judy Camp. Now it's time to wrap up the show with the Any Key Music moment. Bullying is a serious problem that has impacted all levels of society, from adults to children. We focused on the kids' aspect of it today, and we tried to look at it from different perspectives so I hope something was shared that can help anyone dealing with this issue. If you see something happening, don't be afraid to tell someone. Even if it means having a tough conversation with an adult, your parent, a teacher, or someone that you trust. Please don't watch someone be bullied and know you can do something to help them and choose to do nothing. Friends don't let friends get bullied. That's it for this episode of the Any Key Radio Show. I want to thank my guest, Anetta Swift, for joining me. If you have any questions, comments, would like to be a guest on the show, or if you want your music to be featured on the show, send an email to kannmusicpub at gmail.com. Again, that's kannmusicpub at gmail.com. Like, subscribe, rate, and review on whatever outlet you listen to to let me know what you think of the show and so you can get alerts when new episodes are available. You can connect to me on social media at coach underscore a-N-Y-K-E-N-Y on Twitter and Instagram and on my Facebook music page, Any Key Music, spelled capital A-N-Y, capital K-E, lowercase B, lowercase N, and capital Y. So until next time, remember, be positive on purpose.